0: Welcome to Mama's Baked. We're Laura and Bridget, and we're your favorite cannabis advocates. We've been there, done that, and everybody asks us about it. So we decided to start Mama's Baked, and here we are talking about everything cannabis the latest news, lifestyle, and wellness information with lots of fun baked in. Every Thursday, join us as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes share us with your friends, and get our free tincture-making course at potofwellness.com. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm
1: good.
0: Another week of Mama's
1: Baked. We are ready to talk about all kinds of interesting cannabis stuff this week. You have been in, into anything interesting, cannabis events, or... Anything like that this week?
0: You know, I actually went over to Los Angeles this week, and I started talking about the possibility of starting a a little, new little version of a networking group over here.
1: Interesting. That
0: might be cannabis-related in partnership with some of my LA partners who like to Help people feel wonderful.
1: Exciting. Yeah. So, you made some new cannabis connections there or just revisited some existing? I mean, I have a lot of cannabis connections in LA. You know, I mean,
0: my dear family member has been living there for, you know, almost two decades, just like I've been in Phoenix and I was there prior to that. Right. So, I've stayed pretty tight in over there, and obviously <laughs> yeah no, yeah,, yep, yep, yep. So, so yeah, I've got some really there. good connections over there in terms of uh people in the cannabis world and and just people also <laughs> the whole mindset there that you know it's always refreshing to be in l a in that sense in terms of the mindset of the people because. They do tend to be front runners a lot in terms of social movements that happen and that eventually spread across, you know, our country quite often, much more slowly. But right. I often say like Phoenix is like 10 years behind LA. <laughs> we're maybe not that bad. Maybe, I mean, maybe we're only like, stretch, maybe but... we're only like, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, like the city in general. So in technology land, we're not that far behind, but in the real day-to-day life of how people live and think and who you're going to bump into. Yeah, it's like 10 years difference. And uh, I remember when they—I actually lived in LA when they first outlawed like smoking cigarettes in buildings or indoors. There, mm-hmm. and it was just like really—I mean, you come on now, you know who's going to stop a bar from letting people smoke indoors? You guys are going to really kick us all outside, and you know nobody thought it yeah. could ever happen. But then now in LA, honestly, people don't smoke cigarettes really. Like, it is very rare to see a bunch of people standing around smoking cigarettes. It's just very uncool now. But, you know, like, laws started that process. (laughs) Right. When I was there, we were all still smokers. All of us smoked. The bar was still full of smoke every time, you know. But same thing, though, in that since they legalized uh, cannabis so long ago, the thoughts and mindsets around cannabis are a lot more open. Although it's not like you could just, you know, walk down the street smoking a J, it's just much more common to meet people who are just very comfortable to just walk in and sit down in the back, room, you know, in the back uh, patio or whatever and talk about it. talk about it, light up, you know casually with or without the other people in the area you know like everybody there doesn't but the people that do can openly it's not like any kind of big deal so it's very interesting and refreshing nice
1: very nice
0: and inspiring for what we could you know attain here like obviously I'm not trying to say people should be indoors smoking things with other people who don't want to smoke those things. But I do think that we should be able to sit outdoors and enjoy these type of things in the presence of people who might not partake without being looked at like, you
1: know. Yes. Like we're, you
0: know, I don't know.
1: An addict. Crackheads, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I notice like when I'm watching and those of you who don't know me won't know, but I I love my Real Housewives franchise. Loved. Yes, that's my guilty too. pleasure 100. And um they're always sitting around like, "Oh girl, I need a glass of wine," or "Oh, we need a cocktail to talk about this." And For sure. Like, you know, if we talked about cannabis as often and as fully as these people talk about wine on these shows or booze, For sure. you know, they'd, or if it was able
0: to be as integrated as as wine and beer are you know which it should be it's an equivalent level of you know risk and reward in some ways uh much lower level risk in many other ways obviously correct
1: and i saw some exciting news on that front and i'll save a lot of that information i think for our conversations about money and cannabis and um but the um the some exciting news in the uh alcohol industry as it relates to cannabis mm-hmm. so yeah we'll talk about that okay that sounds future interesting. show yeah so
0: but our very our main topic today is gonna be products right correct We're our gonna talk favorites. a little bit about what's out there i know i remember okay probably less than five years ago right i remember a time when The only way to get my medicine was to call the one person that I hoped would still answer their phone for longer than three months at a time, that I hoped was going to be reliable, that I hoped would come through with something or that would let me come somewhere and pick up something, but I had no idea what I would get to pick up. There would not likely be any choices. It would just be, here's what it is. Um, And, you know, the price would obviously be top price no matter what it was I encountered there, right? And my only option was pay top price or leave, generally speaking, for one item that I have no options for. (laughs) That was just my experience.
1: Can you say we've come a long way, baby?
0: Boy, have we. Right? Because now, I mean, and maybe we're bordering on too far in some regards. Not yet. I mean, obviously, we're at the the forefront of this. So you look at, I mean, whatever. Obviously, there's so much more that can be developed. But, I mean, I walk into dispensaries and I'm like, whoa, overwhelmed. There's so much. Now, because of my background and what you and I are doing and all that stuff, it's a little different because I'm really kind of more trying to absorb the different things that are going on and actually pay attention to it all. But um, there's a lot.
1: There's a lot. And um, I have, you know, the the good fortune of being involved with all this growth since it started up and very often get the opportunity to try things without actually having to go out and buy everything. Um, since I've moved, those opportunities are not quite as often, but love it when someone's like, "Oh, we've got this new whatever it is. You want to try it?" There was the one year I got to judge the our uh, Arizona Cannabis Cup, which is called the Earl Cup, and I got to try a bunch of new products that I may or may not have ever gotten around to trying, just because I'm such a flower girl. So, but there are some, especially. If I feel like the people that are um, inhibited from using cannabis because of the odor there's so many ways around that now um, oh yeah I think that's a great option for people you know you're in a rental situation or you maybe a lot of adults live with their parents who may not be on the cannabis train so yeah Definitely some great products for that as well. I like to travel and, you know, you can't smoke anywhere like you were saying. You certainly can't smoke flower in most hotel rooms unless they're uh, listed as a cannabis 420 property. So a lot of these less odorous ways to consume your medicine are real handy for those situations as well. Love it. Love it, love it.
0: Yeah, it is really nice. Um, you know, I mean, there have been some scenarios where I've had some loved family members nearing end of life scenarios and everything that might have been anti-cannabis their whole lives. But in those scenarios, they were like, OK, fine, you can rub some, you know, tincture, yeah. some, you know, some some rub or whatever on my painful area. And oh, look at that. It provided some reviews. For some relief so
1: yeah and i had a a patient when we were at the co-op his dad was in the final stages of cancer and they were going they wanted to take him to las vegas kind of an end of life trip actually with the family and people were going to fly in from all over the country sort of a last hurrah and um he had asked me to bake and his dad was a card holder and had consumed and stuff, but he hadn't. This was when edibles really weren't, because we were all in co-op stage. There was no stores. So edibles were a real new thing to everybody, and I was still learning how to make edibles. And so we made him a pan of something, I forget, maybe brownies. I think back then I was still using mixes really often. Um, he came back from his Vegas trip and said for the first time since his father had been diagnosed, he ate full meals the whole vacation. He was happy. He actually was communicating with people. He slept well, ate well, and enjoyed his family. Um, so, you know, a lot of times people think, well, you know, I'm not going to be cured. But it can still improve your quality of life. So it don't, you don't have to eliminate it just because you think you're not at a stage where cannabis is going to cure your illness. It can definitely... assist you with so many of those side effects. Right. So what's some of your favorites? Oh, do you want to first start about what you're smoking this morning?
0: Oh, well, today I am actually smoking a little Citrix from uh, Arizona Natural Remedies. Mm. So, you know, it's a moderate blend. It's not my favorite. It's not the worst. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, uh, I, it's I,
1: I got up to Flagstaff last week and got a little shopping done and well, I can't remember the name of one of them darn it, I was going to say one of the bud tenders suggested a guest strain they had and I, of course I didn't bring it up here with me when I was doing the call but every once in a while you know it's always good to ask your bud tender what's your favorite right now and um, I grabbed an eighth of what was his favorite right now like a hybrid sherbet something, something. And not usually something I would lean towards. And it's delicious. I wished I had more of it. Nice. So I'm having having a little of this. I should have written the name down. Strain. And I also picked up, they have a strain and flag staff call at High Mountain Health called El Fuego that has been one of my favorites. This batch wasn't quite as great as the last batch, but still yummy, and it seems to um, make me not uh, aware so much that I have consumed cannabis, but it definitely is in the mood elevator. So it's a, a El Fuego has been Nice. Makes me happy. Yeah, that
0: sounds good. I'm, I'm finding that I want to find more strains for specific times. Um, you know, like I always have said like, Oh, I like green crack. And again, this goes back to five years ago when you just get what you get. And every once in a while in my previous 20 years of life before that, you know, or leading up till now, uh, I would get something, it would have a name attached to it, and I'd be like, oh, that was awesome, right? <laughs> and so yeah. I always had known that there had been a time when I had been a, gotten a hold of this particular strain, and it was great. And now I have all these choices, and I'm like, wow, well, you know, a strain like green crack, I do love it for a specific thing, but, like, a lot of things I don't love it for, like, you know, Netflix like you have kind of mentioned... Yeah, it's definitely not good for Netflix and chill, right? Because I cannot be quiet if I, you know, or or at least, yeah, that, yeah,
1: no, that
0: won't work. (laughs) Let's just put it at that. That will not work. Uh, That would be a problem for me and my husband and everybody else. Um, So exactly you know if i want to like deep clean the kitchen it's perfect if i need to like bust out like a website it's perfect but if i need to like write the content and the stuff that i'm writing right now and put out the creative you know if i really need to tap into my creativity it's definitely not my number one choice so i'm having to figure out what ones are better i love candyland I love Clementine. I just recently found out. Mm. I don't know if you've nice. ever had that. That was a California strain. And I think I've seen it here. So I'm going to have to look again and see if I can
1: find it I feel anywhere. like I have seen that. I, I would feel, I'd probably fall into that lemony, citrusy family. Yeah, perhaps.
0: So it tasted good. And more importantly, though, I enjoyed like, you know, the experience with it as well. It opened up some good spots in my brain and stuff really was flowing very well in my brain in terms of making a lot of connections and a lot of, oh, yeah, duh, that should go with that. Like, you know, which I need those moments sometimes because I have so much stuff going on. Sometimes I forget. To take the I moment always, to figure out how they yeah. relate to one another.
1: And I always recommend to people as well as keep notes.
0: <laughs> I was driving, girl. I was driving. So, yeah, I did on my speech to text uh, app <laughs> that I had to download while I was driving. Um, I wasn't Uh-oh. driving or anything. Never
1: mind. But I do believe but yes, that. Yes, when the thoughts were coming. <laughs> for- yeah, you forget that you know unless you're lucky enough to consume as frequently as i do yeah um you you can quite easily forget how a certain strain makes you feel i like i said i'm lucky enough that i have the ability to smoke throughout the day right right and do a weekend thing
0: at home as well right so so nice.
1: but yeah so it's very
0: very nice yesterday it was tough I wasn't at my home.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, I yeah,
0: totally But understand. I figured out uh, voice notes, so that was awesome.
1: And I, I have a new app for that as well called, like, You Record or something. But for the same sort of moment What's it called? Because you never know when things are going to strike strike called. you. And,
0: well, you never know when the creativity is really going to start to download, you know?
1: <laughs> and I love it because I can put it on my watch and... While I'm baking, it's easy. I don't have to go hunt down my phone yeah. and put my watch on. Um, And then when I get that idea, I love the hey Siri or whatever just yelling at my phone now too and making it just remind me. Oopsie, right. I just said it and it's trying to take a note. <laughs> she lit right up. like
0: yes, She did. So
1: what was How you like? can I help? Well, actually, mine is a male British voice. Right, yes. You told me. I do like him. I like it when a man says, how can I help you?
0: Speaking of products, right? So yeah. what about you? What are you um, partaking in today? The unknown sherbert. Oh, that's right. The sherbert. So the that happy I wish... yummy.
1: Yes. Happy yummy. Oh, I, um, I love it. Guest strain that I picked up at High Mountain Health. Sherbert something or other, which is the worst product placement ad ever (laughs) but i did say the dispensary name so i mean it's not like they're paying us for this stuff you know
0: send us some of it for free y'all and we won't mess up the name i promise
1: there we go Unfortunately, unfortunately, we will still
0: give an honest opinion though so deal with that how you will
1: so products we could talk a little bit about ones that we love. And then if we have time, there's so many cool things out there. We could maybe talk about things we'd like to try. Yeah. And I, I mean, for have. the
0: record, nobody Crazy. has paid us for this podcast. Right. So, I mean, at least nope. not me. I don't know about you, but I come in bias free <laughs> to this conversation right now. Same here.
1: I have um, my favorites based on, I think it's a little bit of a combo of everything. Yeah, no, um, what matters to me, right? But, for the mostly, you know, especially, actually, it doesn't really matter. flavor, 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 flavor. Um, being a nausea patient, I have severe chronic, prolonged issues with nausea. Um, so, if it tastes like shit, I don't don't need it twice. I don't care if it's gonna get me high. I want my cannabis, whether it's concentrates, edibles, flour, flavor for me is probably one of my top criteria yeah. in a product vapes unless I'm I don't lick my topical lotion off mm-hmm. my arm right yet
0: yet exactly I was gonna say I mean honestly the biggest products for me have been ones that are more topically applied so to speak in terms of new ways to use it that I never had before that I've found have made a real actual impact for me mm It's quite interesting, you know, because I don't have a lot of, um, per se pain, although I do have type one diabetes and it has been a struggle. So I certainly have like muscle stiffness, soreness, you know, I, um, also I have to make sure that my, my, uh, just blood flow, you know, is staying good all the time that I'm not allowing, uh, you know, things to get cut off or whatever, just, in preventative mode, but there's definitely been some great products I've found. Although, as you say, you refer you you refer to it as taste because you're thinking from an edible standpoint. No, the aesthetic is still very important, yeah. you know. So the look of it is what's really you know the look and the smell and you know some of those some of those are very important also in the uh, topical sure. space and they haven't dealt with it yet still.
1: For me, taste is not just edibles, though it's flour, it's vape taste, yeah, every product that's right. consumed orally um, right has a taste, especially the vapes. The vape ones will really throw me if you know if they're not a well girl, clean... if you eat a
0: bath bomb, we're going to have another
1: conversation
0: about that. that'll be a
1: whole nother conversation yeah that's my yeah point. other than that, <laughs> and the topicals for me aren't a big part of my life. They are uh, probably a, a much smaller portion of yeah. what I consume. I do use a little bit of a topical, mostly because I forget about topicals. Right. Um, Mary's Medicinals has been my favorite forever. Someone brought me one as a gift way back in the early days of cannabis. Um,
0: and even that, when you're talking about Mary Medicinals, you're talking about a product that's a
1: transdermal patch. No nope. right, I'm talking about a cream. Nope. Okay. okay, cream, just okay. a cream, uh-huh. and that was ages ago. And it wasn't the Mary's Medicinals from here; it was a Mary's Medicinals from Colorado, actually. Interesting, could be really. And um, still my favorite. Yeah, it very well could be. They um, also we had a friend of mine who now runs a hemp business had a a joint rub. He called it. And that was a Zonka product in the early, early days before we had dispensaries. So I was lucky enough to get to try creams back probably eight years ago. And I liked them for headaches and that kind of thing. My husband liked them for joint pain. He had a foot amputation and reattachment. And he loved it for those kind of aches and pains. Like, give me a foot rub and use that pot cream. Right.
0: Um, Well, you just dropped that in there like like you didn't say that your husband had a foot
1: amputation
0: and reattachment. It was in the 70s. I hear you. Okay. Uh, I don't (laughs) let
1: him. I don't let him milk that many more than uh, Uh, at all possible. It's uh, too
0: uh, late to talk about it too much more, honey. You have a titanium leg. It's an advantage now, not a disadvantage. Shut up. (laughs) We used to.
1: Well, this was back in the seventies when they didn't know what they were doing. So it's a pretty mangled hamburger foot. yeah. We won't talk about it too much. well, we used to tease him that because it, it used to hurt him. It it hurts him more with stress, as with most ailments, that triggers it to, yeah, to flare up. True. But we used to tease him that when he got his foot amp- amputated, we were going to hide his fake foot if he wasn't nice because he likes to be ornery. So we had a whole thing about poor Stephen and his foot. But he did like <laughs> back to the lotions. We he did like the topical creams. He's definitely one. Um, who does not like to have any psychoactive effects when he uses cannabis. So for people like him, the creams are ideal. Right, right.
0: And I found that with a lot of the
1: people um, I talk to as well. Do you have any other secret besides, like I said, I use it mostly for pain and I like to use it like for headaches. I put it on the back of my neck when I have a headache. I have never
0: used that, but I will say the bath bombs are amazing to me. As far as, because I really don't do a lot of edibles either, because I don't like the taste. Um, I don't like the taste of the candies. I don't like the taste, I don't like the taste of any of them. Literally, it's been very difficult, Uh, not difficult, it's not been a difficulty in any kind of way. But the point is, I really have not really ever tasted anything I liked in terms of edibles outside of some of the stuff you made, you know, like. Way back when, uh, Yes. and and there, really even of those, my favorites were more like those like Parmesan crisp type things you had. I I feel like you had some kind of like a cheese cracker type thing.
1: Yeah, we did. We did have a cheese cracker. I, and love I that actually thing. had. I had forgotten all about it, and I met this young man who we were actually already friends on Facebook, and I met ran into him at a cannabis event, um, actually at one up here in Sedona, um. My friend has a bus called the cannabis and she runs a program called canna Sense And it is basically sensible information about cannabis. And I think I had donated to help the bus and the bus was supposed to make an appearance at my cannabis business, which I don't have really a, a storefront cannabis business. So I had asked if she wanted to go to my friend's cannabis business Called What You Want here in Sedona that sells beautiful glassware and cannabis um, consumption products. Anyways, he had, I'd run into him. I introduced myself. He's like, Hey, how are you? I was completely uninterested in this old woman <laughs> saying hello. And then um, someone mentioned that I had been part of Taste Buds Edibles. And he's like, Oh my God, literally really lost his mind over those cheese crackers. I was supposed to give them a class, actually, in how to make them, and uh, I just have not made them since then, but I should pull that recipe out again. Yes, pull
0: it out. Let me do some taste testing on the sample batches. You know you got to do some sample batches before you have it right.
1: They weren't that hard. They were just one of those. Okay, well, whatever. Yummy. You know,
0: make me some anyway. (laughs) Next Uh, time you house sit. Right? There you go. I think I'm out of the house sitting business, now. I think I got replaced, and I'm okay with it, but
1: you know, if she's be. ever busy. Yes, exactly. There's always room. I love it. I,
0: I love my time up there, but, um, way more so, vacation. So,
1: so, edibles though, we can talk a few. Um, you haven't tried many. I have a couple favorites in yeah. the Arizona market. Tell me that if I'm gonna do an edible, um, I always stick with the same couple edibles. I've tried a lot of them. Like you said, I can make my own. Right. Um, but but sometimes I'm You don't want to. Just want somebody else to make me something. Right. So I do love Clarissa Love. Yeah. Um lollipops. Okay. Um what flavors they, do they have? They have so many flavors. I keep joking, someone was doing a what's your favorite flavor? And I said, Well, I think someone's just going to have to give me all of them so I can try them all side by side. Okay, Okay. Um, there's a little challenge, uh,
0: and we probably know the right person. Hook that up.
1: Love, love, love Looking at you, Miss I. There we go. We, um, and that falls in line, actually, with probably my other favorite products as well, but love those. My other favorite edible product would be um, the Kiva Mint Chocolate bars. Um, there are oh yeah. Eighty milligrams a bar. Right. Each section. There's four sections of forty five milligrams each, which is oh. my perfect dosage. Yeah, because that's uh, a nice
0: solid dose without being too much. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: I can't be like I. I won't do that if I want to. Like we were talking before, if I want to sit on the couch, that's not a dosage I would do. Right. Um. But if I'm going to operate. And remember I have a, well, and I also, I have a chronic illness and, um, if I just relied on how my body felt to determine my activity level, I would never leave the couch for sure. So sometimes there's like things I want to do. And I, I would like to be, um, I don't know if symptom free is right, but probably more symptom free and a little more elevated than normal, Mm -hmm. um, to, it's kind of like someone having a drink before they go to a party right. kind of thing. So I think for those of it, 45 milligrams is really an ideal. I don't get too chatty where I'm obnoxious and I'm telling people secrets, but I'm social. I'm comfortable. I'm usually able to partake in, you know, food at the party because I've had a little. It, it helps with my appetite, nausea. So that's my other favorite is the Kiva Go, that's my go-to. Pretty much always have one around, you know, forget it. You never know when you get invited to a last-minute party. Right, you know, right. My friends are all having, a, you know, two, three glasses of wine.
0: Yeah, well, I like how Kiva set that up, though, um, and how they did that and how they dosed it that way. Because in my experience, that's the other part about edibles is, you know, most of these lollipop, you know, not the lollipops necessarily, but the little candies that you'll get, they're usually in like a 10 milligram size. So I I keep trying them all because I'm like, oh, maybe I'll like one or maybe it'll, you know, be pleasant (laughs) experience or something, right? But to be honest, 10 milligrams is just is just nothing it's just kind of like it's like taking a drink of beer right maybe
1: for you and i a lot of people 10 milligrams is gonna be be way too much right but for me
0: it's like taking a drink of beer it's kind of like why bother like i you know and i don't drink beer like i for that reason if i'm gonna sit down and drink a few with someone and we're gonna sit here and have a party then okay but i'm not just gonna drink a beer or half a beer or something like that it's just yeah there's no point. Uh, yeah. so that's always filled with the 10, but then I'm, because I don't like how they taste. I'm like, well, I can't, I'm not going to eat, eat three eat four. Of these or something. Yeah. Or four yeah. of them potentially. I didn't really, I never really, this is part of why I've avoided edibles outside of the ones I make for my, you know, I just make
1: tincture, but, um, Oh, there is one more. I like, I forgot about, so I do have my emergency. <laughs> I do have one other emergency. Um, uh, edible that I pretty much have on hand. It's, I have not tried Indica or hybrid versions of them because they're never around when I go to the store. I don't know if they actually even make them. But the one I have tried is Sativa. And it is the Tricky. T-R-O-K-I-E. Not sure if I'm spelling it correctly. Oh, Tricky. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. They are tiny. Um, they break my taste rule. They taste kind of like concentrate smell. Um, no, but what they are, are they? It is a tiny little scored square, smaller. I'm trying to think what the size of it would be. Maybe smaller than a square dime, a little smaller than a square dime. huh. And it is scored into, and I believe it is, also 180 milligrams scored Uh into it might be 200 i don't have that right in front of me um but you put it under your tongue and once you once you it's scored so you break it into four pieces so that one piece is smaller than a pea so you don't even have to (laughs) it reminds me a
0: little bit of acid though
1: yeah yeah very much so. These, I mean, I
0: guess the truth is, I never did acid. I just saw it, and that was the only way I ever saw it done was people had little pieces of paper or whatever, and I'm like, "Eh, no, I'm good." Yeah. Uh, thicker,
1: thicker than the paper, but yeah, and this is very tiny. Um, I like it a because it's very effective. Discreet. Yeah, you very do discreet. Not have to. So much, and because it's sublingual, um, meaning you put it under your tongue. The yeah. onset is quick, close to immediate, within thirty minute onset. Uh huh. Um. So you're not waiting around, and then it right, and then all of a sudden, hours. like,
0: oh, boom. Yeah. Oh, I did that one time. I found one thing that I actually liked the taste of. Right, and I was like, oh, this is actually a good bar. It was from Vapin, actually. Uh-huh. And so I was like, okay, it's a hundred milligram bar. I don't want that much. I'm going to eat a little less than half, right? But it was actually pretty small once you open it up. And there was also, it was honey probably was, med- I don't know what was medicated in there, but there was definitely honey that had probably melted through to some degree. So who knows how accurate, yeah. you know, then the dosing is, right? So I went and ate, you know, I thought a little less than half thinking, oh, maybe I'll be around 40 milligrams. Right, and then I was out in public when I had forgotten that I had eaten three bites of a of a protein bar. You know, that was that that was an hour every ago, time. yeah. And every
1: all of a sudden, I, I was forget. like,
0: "Oh Lord Jesus, help me right now!" Because that was not thirty or forty milligrams.
1: Yeah. I have no idea how much it was, but. And I think that's one of the reasons that I love the Kiva bar so much. Yeah, for sure. I have never had any surprises. I'm not too busy. I'm not too sleepy. I'm not. uh, It's almost always the exact same experience. And if you've tried edibles, that's something. um, That's a big deal. Very hard to find. And And then we also, between the two of us, have had different um, associations with different edible companies over the years. And some we just won't go near. Right, because of who owns them. Period. Um, so you won't hear their names brought up here. I look. Um, I vote
0: with my money on every in every level of my life, honestly. So. And
1: I don't trust um, one particular company. I know from being in that kitchen, um, that they do have no value right. for the patients yeah. and care for the patients. So right. why would I buy a product where I know they don't give a shit if there was dog hair in their pot? Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So that's probably my recommendations of favorite edibles the um other products we had touched a little bit about last week were the vapes, which were are um, a whole range of categories You can get them now for twenty dollars um a cartridge um, right all the way got up to hash 80.
0: oil you've got live resin you've got BTO, you've got, or b h o I mean, so many things. And it's like, I know these are different, but I have no clue how. And
1: yeah, uh, the purity, it's basically the purity of the process, the amount of um terpenes that remain in the different kinds of processes.
0: Sure, um, but and then I don't whether know or not they're diluted.
1: Maybe that'd be a
0: good graphic for us to draw up. is a little like a. You know, can you visualize a little upside, a a little triangle or whatever, what have you, that says, like, okay, these are the names of all the items in this lower level version that has, like, 60% strength. And these are all the names in this area. You know what I mean? Working up to the top one. So we know, like, this one is called this because it's 100%, you know, because there's isolate, there's, I mean,
1: there's so much stuff, man. And the live resin is basically, they're pressing it before they cure it. So it's not dried out prior to the extraction process and retains a lot of the flavors, which is why I will say right off the bat that live resins are my favorite. Um, If I'm going to get a vape pen, I don't use vape pens that often. Again, I work from home. I don't right. leave my house much. <laughs> right. I uh, I, me too. Like a a pen will last
0: me at, at least thirty days, if not much longer, depending on you know how active yeah. my life they is. They last me that months. Time.
1: If if I'm not leaving the house, I usually keep those mostly for travel, for hotel rooms, yeah, um, for parties where. Everybody's going to be drunk. Right. And maybe they're not going to be smoking joints, I can right. quite easily puff on my little vape and nobody's bothered in the least bit. Yeah. Um in that category I will talk a little bit about my new favorite toy in the vape category. Um the Pax Era.
0: Yeah. You know, you reviewed that at the end of our last season a little bit, but now you're, you know, several weeks in, a few months in mm. using it. So
1: still What's my favorite word? toy. Still my favorite toy. Um, The accessibility of new pods, new strains. Like this last time I went up to Flagstaff. They're produced in Phoenix, I believe, True Med. And Phoenix is the producer of the PAX Aeropods. They must have oh, okay. the a license. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, a little research on that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't know. Specifically, I have not pulled the license mm-hmm. and read it for my... That's just information sure. I've gotten secondhand. So, last time I went to Flagstaff, usually there's like the same three to choose from. So, that was getting a little boring. Um, and they had added, I think Jack Herrera was the most recent one. And I was really excited cause that was a little more uppy, a little more busy. I call it happy busy. Right. This right. last time there must've been 12 different strains to choose from. She listed them off so fast. So not helpful. I wish they had a chart so I could look at it. Cause she's, I can't, when someone's verbally reading off a list of strains, I'm not quick enough in my mind, as probably most people aren't, to go. I mean, go, you're oh, not that kind sativa. of a learner,
0: an audio learner. I'm not either. I need to well, read or Well, even if you were,
1: <laughs> even if you were, you're not going to know every strains, not a background off speed. the top of your head. No. <laughs> it's the chiva indica hybrid i don't know why just and rattling them off so fast right so but i was happy i picked up a king louis this time oh and I which is up,
0: supposed to make you hungry i hear
1: that would be great well and I picked that's up a word bird larry og mm. was the other one so I yeah that recently i, I like a couple of things about it, but mostly I think if I had roommates or small children, would be um, ideal. The product packaging is uh, child-resistant prescription caps on a hard silicone base. There is no getting into those. Nice. Um, the apparatus itself connects to your iPhone. You can control the session, light, full you know like short sesh long sesh you can control the temperature but more importantly you can lock it so nice. if someone picks it up finds it laying around other than eating maybe the cap you know pulling out the pod and eating the whole pod right which you might pass through without absorption even i'm not sure but you nobody's going to come pick up your little packs era and take a few puffs and you not know it love it you know, We've all had roommates steal our weed. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I mean, truth be told, I have a child that's going to be growing up, and right now she's still able to be like, hey, stay out of this area because it's out of her reach anyway, but there comes a time when they um, They'll are go taller than me, probably. <laughs> She'll probably be taller than me by the time she's 12. Yeah. So yeah. I need to uh, yeah, be ready for that.
1: So it's a really great product for that, for all those reasons. And I have noticed the last two strains that I bought Um, do not have flavor additives, and I couldn't be happier. And if anybody, well, that's good, yeah. You mentioned that last time, yeah. Oh, hate, hate the fruit flavors, right? Um, Because I get it. My husband thinks it's kind of cool that you know, like if I'm puffing on that, he's like, I smell cotton candy, right? You're
0: like, I taste cotton candy, and I didn't want that. If I had and wanted cotton candy, I would have bought cotton candy.
1: I just, yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of that part. But that being said, a lot of people do like the fruit flavors. And if you don't care, then you can definitely ask which ones do and don't have the additives. Hopefully your bud knows. I don't think mine does or didn't. <clears throat> but they're so at probably- True Med,
0: which is nice. That's actually uh, near me somewhat or close enough that I could uh, go there directly
1: and check it out, see what they got going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and watch for, I would definitely highly recommend everyone to watch closely for specials. Sure. Um, the initial investment in the battery for this one is much higher than all the other Um. Vape batteries, I think, are like run around 20, 25 bucks for the little cartridges that you screw on the top. Typically, yeah. But keep in mind, this one also has enough technology that it has a Bluetooth capability of connecting to your phone. So you're paying for um, a little more technology. Um, I've had PAX products for eight years. I still have my first flower vape. They've come so far since then, but that still works just fine. So I think it's like a $70 maybe investment, but a lot of times they're offering specials where when you buy the Pax Era, you get your first cartridge, which runs around 40 bucks free. So it kind of averages it out. It makes basically your battery about 10 bucks more than the other ones. I mean
0: besides the free truth is we, we spend our money on the stuff that, you know, is important to us. And, you know, if this is important if these features are important this is a problem that many other uh
1: products don't solve so and i do find that they're what is loaded in the pods which are labeled with the strain i can't tell you how exciting that is because you pull that out That is a big deal. Yeah. In, yeah, you stick them in a container you <sighs> like. My shit, biggest I don't complaint
0: with my favorite cartridges, Live Resin, the kind. I'll give them yes. their shout out because I do love the flavor and Me too. You know, I love the quality of their product, so go kind. Northern Lights. However, Northern Lights. they mm. don't label the cartridges, so unless I keep it in its box, which I can't while it's on a pen you know, I, I lose track very quickly of what strain is which, you know, because I usually like to have a an Indica strain and a Sativa strain handy for depending on when I'm going to need it, you know.
1: I recommend at a minimum, get a, get a Sharpie or a sticker, Yeah. put it on your cartridge. And if it's you don't want to do, write but... on it, put the I or an S on it. Just It really feels H. like
0: they should be, they should handle this detail. You know, it seems like it'd be Agreed. easy enough to like... Uh, change the color of the mouthpiece, you know, accordingly or... Sure. You know, I mean, there's so dot, many possible solutions, I feel. So, I feel like, kind. Go ahead and address that, guys. Girls, Let's label
1: those cartridges. People, we love that figured out. That's a problem. Love, 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 love live resin cartridges. For thousand sure. milligrams. My fave. Mm-hmm. I don't really...
0: I won't buy anything else at this point. I've tried a lot of yeah. other ones. Honestly, I... At this point, I don't buy anything besides kind. So I'm interested in trying the pack since you recommend it. But I've tried a lot of other cartridges and I'm just like, mm, no, you know, they'll I, turn crystally yeah. or the color changes real quick or they taste horrible or I mean, just be
1: Joe tasting or can yeah. you burn your throat oh, Yeah. Burn your nose. Right. I am. Um, yeah, I'm big. Big proponent. And the, the nice thing, the PAX era is very stealth. The um, cartridges now on the little bake pens are becoming so popular that it's very easy to spot someone with one. For sure. And I'm sure that law enforcement is, is also yeah, educated that... on what the skinny little cartridges look like. Right, the right. The PAX era is not also as commonly tiny it's about the size of a black flat artist pencil that you remember those flat oh, ones you yeah, used yeah. to have in school Right. yeah it's real small and very stealth nice. hide it in your hand so let's talk about my other favorite um, new product that I've talked about on the show many times and literally forgot about until this weekend I was like oh I miss duchies i haven't had a duchy in ages
0: i was literally planning to go get some this morning on my way home from dropping off my daughter and i didn't because my call was too soon whatever whatever and i'm like that's okay i'll just stop and get some uh actually there's a sale at the dispensary near me every wednesday so i'm gonna try to
1: Woo well, <laughs> So yeah so what Dutchies are are pre packed half gram pure bud pre rolled joints um that are cones with a small filter. You buy a pack, they're all the same strain. Um Bridget and I are both probably what you would call high tolerance consumers. And I personally I'm quite happy with a half a dutchie. Um, oh yeah. Whereas I, mean... I could, I could smoke, I could roll one of my own joints at home and smoke the whole thing, and continue about my business here in the house and get my right. stuff done. But they, they definitely know what they're doing over there at dutchie. They do not put trim and scraps from trimming in your joints like well, you know you it's
0: just like any fine
1: right. you know
0: fine dining type of example it's like it's all about what goes in right what goes mm-hmm. in is what comes out and I think quality they have a high quality grow you know what I'm saying they have a high quality grow it feeds into their high quality product we will mention right now I will mention, because I think it's impressive how they have done this, but Love Carissa, who you mentioned in the first place, is the same company. So, you know, same inputs, right? High-quality inputs, people. This is the key. Stop trying to cut corners because you don't need to charge the lowest price in the world. I would rather pay $45 for an eighth that is wrapped in duchies. And that I know is going to be quality that's associated with that brand versus, you know, your house blend that you want to call whatever, whatever, because you don't want to waste, you know, the garbage (sighs) stuff. it's like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Yeah.
1: We're smarter than that.
0: We're not stupid. And
1: be honest. We can taste it. I mean, you can tell the difference between leaf and (sighs) bud. Literally. And if we wanted leaf, (laughs) you know. (laughs) We're not stupid,
0: people. We're not stupid. Granted, you might sell, and I can't. You know, I haven't looked at the numbers for the Dutchie slash Love Carissa slash etc. All the other brands they have, Um, but it seems like they're going to be winners in the long run. I feel.
1: I would hope so. I'm predicting that for their future. If you haven't picked up a pack of Dutchies or a Love Carissa lollipop um both local companies that are killing it just killing it with product and consistency and quality so we highly recommend both of those and i did not mention i have i have to say with the love crystal lollipops flavor wise i do tend to stick with the citrusy tropical flavors like mango and orange and uh-huh. um, I had like i said though Love Clarissa out there. Um, have not tried all your flavors, so that's always an option if you'd like a...
0: That's right. We can give you some uh, honest feedback.
1: Opinion. That's right. <laughs> I got plenty of time for a lollipop a day. Sure. Now, there's some other great, really cool products out there that um, I have seen. Some I've tried. Some I haven't. There's some bottled coffee drinks that are kind of cool. There's some cold-pressed coffee, Gondra grinds. There are
0: also some companies making oils, um, K cups, and K cups. Yeah. So, but the olive oils and other like flavored oils that are also infused cannabis infused, which I love that idea, right? Because you can kind of right. like throw that on, you know, a lot of different items and a lot of different places. Drizzle it places. on your
1: salad. A little
0: garlic goes a long way in covering up the flavor of cannabis if you're not trying to taste it in every dish.
1: I will. if mean, like any thing.
0: herb, you know, the flavor of it doesn't necessarily match everything, right? I mean, what a if, lot of like...
1: people, and they, and they're different. Um, yeah. A lot of people, um, really like the flavor of cannabis. I like just a hint of it. I hate right. the flavor of concentrates in edibles, and there is a difference. A lot of people use concentrates because you can use more plant matter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know
0: corner we can taste the, the difference we can cutting. smell the difference we know right can taste like, it i yeah. love to smell a cannabis in my tea right mm-hmm. which is why i have been drawn to the tincture model because that is a good place for that herb smell to me you know but i don't want to taste cannabis in the middle of a sucker
1: once like hint, if the perhaps. sucker was
0: full of pepper for some reason. You know what I'm saying? Like well, hey, that's no, what? not really working here, even though
1: I really fucking love pepper. <laughs> you know, let's explain that too. A lot of people, and that's exactly the profile of the flavor of a poorly um flushed a poorly flushed concentrate will give yeah. you a burn in your mouth and throat like black pepper, right. like overly powering black pepper. And that, what that flavor is that you're tasting is concentrates, Exactly not cannabis. And Love Clarissa does a nice job um, with their purity standards. And if you're interested, they do, I'm pretty sure, their website. Yeah. <coughs> Find your you. flavors, I want to say. Is that what it is? Yeah.
0: Find your flavor. I'm, I'm looking it up right now and make sure I say it right so I don't uh disappoint. And there's
1: a, they're heart-shaped. And um, I will tell you, I was at a conference once. Um, it was kind of a, a woo-woo-woo <laughs> conference. And... During the evening, we had like a get together and it was supposed to be like an hour and a half. And I was tired. I had traveled there and I just was kind of meh. So I grabbed my love Clarissa lollipop and headed to the conference. And I was happily surprised that I because I have a I had registered as being a participant that had a health condition with no expectation other than I didn't want to be sat anywhere in the sun. And they had reserved me a seat up front. So there I'm sitting with my heart-shaped lollipop in the front of the auditorium in my reserve seat. Everybody wanted to know about my heart. Where did I find that beautiful heart-shaped lollipop? So
0: pretty. Their exactly. website is standardedibles.com.
1: Interesting. Standard
0: Edibles. Yeah, that's a pretty nice website name.
1: So they, uh. Yes, nobody knew I was enjoying a cannabis there was no great odor. The effects are lovely. I think again because you're um so much saliva involved. <laughs> not to be too much information. Right. And in using a lollipop, there's a lot of sublingual activity going on along with it going through your digestive system. So, the effects are warm and fuzzy and pleasant. Right. Which is lovely. And lovely it's the
0: Dutchie website, which we were talking about anyways right now, which is findyourflavorsplural.com. And, um, yeah, they have a cute website, both of them.
1: I have seen theirs. You can go through and look at all the different strains, Check out all carry. the different ones and
0: read about That's them. They're the- consistent, too, which is good. I mean, they don't always have the same stuff uh, at the same places, but I have found that. You know, once I figure out how one of their strains hit me, hits me, it you know, it's consistently like that. It's always like that, you know, so it's a real good go-to and I can find it at a lot of different places. So
1: A lot of times as well, if there is a specific strain that you like and you are a regular at a store, which I always recommend, find a couple stores that suit your needs and try to hit them regularly. Because once you develop a relationship with your dispensary... You can bring up things like, hey, I would love it if you carried just green crack
0: duchies.
1: Oh, but I can tell you right now, they sell
0: out of the green crack duchies like that. Boom, boom, boom. Like in a day or two. Every time they get stocked up.
1: (laughs) I don't. Yeah, I don't mean just green. Whatever your specific flavor that you enjoy.
0: Oh, they're growing. They have Durban poison duchies now.
1: You can start asking your dispensary to, to to carry what you prefer. And um, if you have a relationship with them, you have a better chance of them listening and wanting to please you and asking for them I for mean, you.
0: they have Durban Poison now. Dutchie does. And yes, I've had them.
1: They're delicious. Have you? And they- it rotates. Yeah, they're, 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 their selection rotates, I think, just sure. how their crops do. Right, right. So, yeah. It is based
0: awesome. on a plant, of course.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, we love it. Okay, other products.
1: Oh, uh, that's pretty much my list. How are we doing on time wise? I, I mean, I think we're, you know, of-
0: close. So uh my you know, the ones that I mentioned, the specific ones that have been really awesome to me, like I said, the bath bombs, right? The brand that yep. I found so far here that I love um uh supporting is um 420 skincare. For and sure. uh but they might also go through you know changes in branding and they also are 420 medibles. so they i love them what i love most about them is how they started the story of how they started and kind of the grit and perseverance in the story kind of so to speak mm-hmm.
1: uh
0: yes. but also when i use the bath bombs myself I was blown away by the fact that, wow, this works. Like, I don't feel in any way, you know, high or uh, otherwise inebriated, but I definitely, like, my body felt so relaxed. Like, I cannot describe to you how relaxed. And I'm not talking about using five bath bombs. I used one bath bomb. uh, Numerous times I've used them. So, Yes, I mean, I just highly recommend that to anybody, and you know, I know they sell a CBD version, I'm pretty sure mine was a also THC type of version, but you know here's another scenario where, for me, because they don't have any you know like infections or anything like that, but I have no concerns about the quality of the cannabis they use. I don't care what the quality was because I'm not ingesting it, you know <laughs> and maybe I should care, but right now, I know those bathtubs were awesome. Uh, yeah and the, I uh, felt very good afterwards.
1: That would be an ideal day. Just be able to get like, take a bath bomb, bath, mm-hmm. have this topical massage. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in bed with a cup of tea, a couple of magazines. Yeah. Maybe a, have a Clarissa lollipop and you've got your day. That's that's my kind of spa day right there.
0: Yeah and then I mean I just have to reiterate like the biggest thing about why I just love what they're doing is definitely the uh, kind of just the story behind how they it's been really good to watch them growing over the last year and I know they only had about a year or so prior to that of growing so even when I saw them they were small still and have done more since Um, but I just love stories like that.
1: Oh, and then you can look them up, and yeah, we'll share a link for skincare. their story. Four twenty skincare for sure. Um, I will add one other. Um, there was I was doing a little research on another topic for another source or for, for an article, and um, there was some exciting breakthroughs that I can't wait to come through, but Canada um, as you know, has become federally legal. Um, and we talked about I think it was last in the last week or two, the difference between decriminalization and legalization. And what they've gone with is a it's federally legal and they've gone with a regulated model. Now you can still have recreational, but they're regulating the storefronts and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um One of the bigger cannabis growers in Canada has acquired a lab called Anandia, A-N-A-N-D-I-A, Anandia. And this lab is now able to quantify 39 different terpenes found in cannabis in their testing, which is amazing because here mostly we only hear about four. There's right. like four main terpenes and they're not even testing for those here. Um, the Very rarely are you able to get lab results. I feel like maybe I've seen them for Sunday Goods. I believe they do have a scientific department. We don't talk much about Sunday Goods. Um, uh-huh. But they have a Dutch-style greenhouse in far south Southern Arizona, Mm -hmm. and I do believe they have a lab, and they might be testing for terpenes. But as a general rule, in Arizona, you do not hear about test results in general, let alone testing for terpenes. Which I do believe is going to be the future of how we choose our favorite strains. For sure, be more of this terpene profile. Um, So that was one of the exciting things that I had seen as far as. It's not really a new product. It's not our favorite product, but kind of an exciting new um, glimpse into the future of maybe cannabis retail markets. Um, I did have a couple of interesting little statistics. Actually, just one um, total product sales since two thousand fourteen. Since we're talking about our favorite products. Uh huh. Um according to MJ freeway, that's, this is their stats. Right. So it's basically, um, total product sale increases. Concentrates since 2014 have gone up 412%. Right. Edibles have gone up 272%. And flowers gone up only 149%. So basically concentrates have gone up at four times. Sure. Now that could be a, because of the availability of them, and because of the increased science I mean, and
0: equipment
1: and I wonder
0: was there some uses. point? I feel like the whole the whole discussion that we just had at the end of last season about this uh concentrates are illegal in Arizona, yeah, the, the kind of thing behind all that is that the point of that was that they have always been illegal in the way that the judge, you know, they always have been, there's always been that gray area there. that The judge just decided on one side of the gray area instead of the other side of the gray area, so to speak. Uh, Or maybe it's not even gray area to me, but in terms of the laws and how they were written and that. (coughs) We always knew. So I remember when we were originally in there, in fact, the reason you were one of the first edible chefs was because, uh they were still unsure as to whether or not it was legal to sell the concentrates, produce the concentrates, etc. And, and I I'm curious butter. as to what happened that allow that kind of let everybody just kind of let go on that. If they just decided like, Oh, we're going to ease in. And if the market will buy them, we're going to yeah. keep selling more of them. That or was a big part say of it, something?
1: it. Another thing they were doing was, taking a handful of cannabis, throwing it in a grinder, sprinkling, requiring us in the kitchen to sprinkle it over the baked goods or whatever, popcorn. So, say I was making infused caramel corn. I always, We made big batches of butter ahead of time and then we just used that butter to make all our products. Right. Um, and we had all the math done, so we knew exactly what our numbers were going to be when we made something. So, I make this infused caramel that i make the popcorn i combine them in order according to how that particular company i was working with at the time interpreted the law which is still the same law was it had to have particles of plant matter you know basically right needed. so they made us literally have like this little container of ground flour cannabis flour that we would take a tablespoon of and sprinkle it over the warm caramel corn with a little green flakes on it so that they wouldn't get nailed for not having plant matter. So it was just stupid. There was no there was definitely no benefit to it was not the carboxylated cannabis or right. it prepared was just there for digestion. Like it was there. Yeah, it was dumb.
0: So, and I and, guess that does speak to a little bit of it in that, you know, you, when they had you as the chef early in these days, yeah, uh, you were someone who knew enough about the laws and how they could or could not potentially be interpreted to kind of, you know, provide some direction in that area at the time. Whereas over time... They quickly found that they had people just lining up out the doors to get paid nothing to do whatever they said, no matter what. Yeah. And they could just churn through people and just tell them to do whatever they wanted, it'd be no problem. I'm not saying that's true everywhere. I'm just saying. Well, this particular place that we're
1: Yeah. This particular place that we're not naming. Right. Um one of the people that I worked with. I was animated about not using concentrates more because there wasn't a lot of clean processes yet. Like there are now, this was years ago, five, maybe years ago. And all the concentrates that they were putting in the food, like we were talking about was that pepper, that black pepper, but this literally gave you a burning throat and, it was offensive to your, right. to your senses besides the taste. It was uncomfortable. Right. Because the one, lack of testing requirements allowed them to use anything. And this guy was just oh. a bonehead anyway. It's a know-it-all, um, had lots of other narcissistic type issues, but he knew it all. And so basically as my chef partner and myself, refused to participate in his concentrated candy making and he would make it by himself in the middle of the night it was just bizarre but when i finally did leave the kitchen um it closed within a month about a month later and i think you were there just shortly and left before the kitchen closed i can't remember exactly the timeline right around simultaneously but the um reason that they, they used for closing the kitchen was not the truth <laughs> it was not right they, right they claimed that it was the laws and that the gray areas of the law caused put too much risk for all their employees and when in fact they just couldn't produce quality right. products anymore because they wanted to cut corners that like goes back to our original concepts about why Dutchies are so good and why Love Chloris is good.
0: It's right. because they're
1: not cutting corners. They now, I don't know enough pay. about
0: True Med and, and PAX and everything to say anything about them, but I feel like there's a reputation on the streets that True Med is priced higher and they are going for a more medical experience and that they do have testing, but I haven't been there yet. So I'll have to. Check it out face-to-face. I just remembered hearing that recently.
1: It's not my favorite place to shop. I've been in there a few times. I've not got the warm fuzzies there. Um, It's more... I have... And being... I think, again, being someone who does not appear to know shit about cannabis from looking at me... Right. I don't walk in giving any indication. I still don't expect to be condescended Right. Prior to determining my level of knowledge. Right. So I do find that I do run into that quite often at dispensaries. Well, but especially usually, if the dispensary
0: itself is posturing itself as like we're kind of bougie or better than everybody else.
1: I and mean, and unfortunately, yeah, a lot of places that maybe have that initial experience and then maybe we exchange a sentence or two and they're like, okay, she's not a dipshit. Right. You know, I don't have to. I have not had that experience there, mm-hmm. so unfortunate. Um, probably out of the five times, it pretty much happened all five times. That
0: that's I've a damn shame. Well, I'll let you know how my experience and that is. may
1: have just been. It's been a long time, you right? Know, I mean, you've been living up the hill up. for
0: a while now, and who knows? Yeah. But
1: uh, well, we'll see. And so we, I, that's one of the places see. that seems to kind of be on my routes to go. Like if I'm going to Tempe, it's kind of close. It's kind of close to my favorite excuse me, bakery supply. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like supply, the so. idea of knowing who the actual official ownership is yeah. for a dispensary, but the truth is, I look at that for everybody. It's funny. I was yeah. last week, you know, I was looking online at jobs, right? And I'm looking around and I got matched up to this really great job. I was like, oh, I'm reading the description." I'm like, yeah, that makes that's perfect, you know? Pay is $250,000. I was like, oh, hell yes. This is the direction I should go. I'm like, okay. I started looking at the company. First place I go is leadership. Who's the leadership of this company? Sorry, disqualified. <laughs> yeah. You know, then I won't have to tell everybody what disqualifies in my book because it's not everybody's book. But you know,
1: you leadership matters. Stuff.
0: I mean, that that matters because. What you see there is what you're going to see everywhere, no matter what it looks like in front of you. Smoke and mirrors are powerful people.
1: And I was very lucky in that I was um, the sales rep for the edible line for the most part. The second one, the first one, I wasn't there very long. I think it was, I was there three months off the books and six weeks, maybe eight weeks on the books for the first one. Second one was almost a year from maybe nine months from talk to to finish but the second one i was able to both go to dispensary owner meetings to dispensary owner events but i also got to go um usually by appointment to almost every dispensary at the time in phoenix there was probably right. a lot less than than there are now right we've um, had an
0: explosion recently
1: once they hit the three years i could move anywhere so right. they all moved to phoenix mm-hmm. but back when i was doing it I got to meet the owners or the, at least the people that were running all the different shops. And I, 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 I'm pretty sure we had dropped off like a sample bag at true Med. But what, what is interesting to me now in hindsight was the industry knew more about my um, license holder than I did.
0: <laughs> and so
1: right. occasionally I would go to a shop and they'd be like, Oh, you work you for in? Who? get the hell out yeah i was like what
0: wait
1: i learned later but right the for the most part the dispensary owners that i met were not cannabis people so it was very interesting and i was i you know i i do feel that i got a much broader education in most because i was both a consumer and a participant in the industry and got to just kind of see it all blossom at the same time. It's very cool. And there are a few uh, owners out
0: there that are really kind of exciting to see and, yeah. you know, exciting to, to to watch. I know one of them, Susan Wong from Nirvana Center, she may be one of many. I'm not 100% sure how they operate, but yeah, I yeah. love it. You know what I'm saying? Seeing a woman of color running a dispensary and opening up more and more all the time. I mean, um, not more and more cause there's a limit, but you know, it's just, a couple I ladies, like that. Yeah.
1: There's a few that I enjoy watching. I enjoy watching, um, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but white mountain, which is actually in sun city. Um, yeah. he has gone through quite a lot to get that dispensary open. He was the cause, not, he wasn't the cause, but His trying to open that location in Sun City for White Mountain Health um, was what got Bill Montgomery involved in the opening of dispensaries. Delayed the process. He had to fight really, really hard for a really long time to get that dispensary out there going. Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, I don't know his name either. But then Giving Tree has um, women ownership. Yeah, Lilac Mazor, and they do a lot of charity work. I believe they did some work last year, maybe for breast cancer, um, women chair, female driven charity type work. Right. But they're out there, and then you know, then there's the scumbags. There's a few out there. There's a couple that are great. You know, I was involved with the guy who owns AZ Meds nature's az meds which he has uh a location in fountain hills and in it was like 27th avenue no yeah 26th avenue and mcdowell and i knew the grower there i still know some people in the grow there i used to know a couple people in the dispensary at that location and they were one of the first people to carry both of my edible lines very involved but he was interesting he came he was part of our cooperative prior to the dispensaries open and he came from a background of national syndicated radio. I believe he was one of the founders of radio Disney. So some very interesting people in the cannabis world. I think he was also maybe ESPN radio, but I think he left as part of radio Disney. Not, you know, not like the kind of things that you'd expect to find in the cannabis industry.
0: Right. Right. There's a lot of different things, a lot of interesting, uh, interesting diversity. Uh, In ownership, which is great. So it's an exciting industry to be watching. A lot of attorneys. To be part of, I guess. Yes.
1: Yeah. A lot of attorneys in this industry. As there should be.
0: Products wrap up. Uh, We've been talking these people's head off forever. Are they even still with us? I don't know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But if they they are, are. we'll
0: let them go. In wrap up, um, quality is key. There's a lot of them out there. Take your time and check. Perhaps your local dispensary has a super high quality uh, product, but most likely that's only true if their flower that they grow themselves and show you the results of is super high quality, right? So, yeah. I found that to be true across the board so much so far.
1: If you want us to review your product,
0: well, let us know. If you think you're something. Send it over. Tell us what makes you special. We'll we'll, we'll let you know if you're special or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's us. So Definitely. on that note, we appreciate our lovers. We love our lovers. Our listeners. I mean, I do I appreciate, appreciate my lover. I
1: appreciate my lover
0: for sure. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> we. Let's followers. not get in that. But anyway, <laughs> yes we appreciate our listeners we are i mean i keep looking and every week like more people have listened and i'm thinking what there's already 11 different people who have listened to that podcast that i just posted like three days ago like who are you people send us a message what the hell
1: I think they're just like some of the products we talked about today. I believe they are high quality individuals.
0: High quality. Listen, I, oh, for sure they're, they're that. Yeah.
1: High quality.
0: Hundred percent that. We love. I'm them. Take my last. We love you and um, peace out.
1: My last little, little bong hit for bubble. the day, or for the show. Oh, the hit. day. It's yeah. only two o'clock. We know that's not true. <laughs> All right, people. Love y'all. Thanks so much for listening again. And next week, we are talking about...
0: Uh...
1: I don't have that open. Uh, Are we following the money next week, Bridget?
0: I don't know. Sure.
1: Okay. Something like that.
0: We can can guarantee
1: you one thing. Next week, you and I will be talking about our favorite topic, cannabis.
0: That's right. That'll be happening.
1: All right. We'll
0: see y'all next time. (laughs) Peace and love. Peace to love. Bye. Bye. Join us every Thursday as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com.